Alright, if I say one of these shailas that we have to deal with on the Heilige Yom of Tu B'Shvat is the shaila of Shechianu. Uh, not that there is an obligation, by the way, to find a fruit that is subject to Shechianu, but there is a minig of the Rebbes, where the minig of the Rebbes is they like to make a Shechianu. Uh, but again, very clearly, there's no obligation to look for a fruit that requires a Shechianu, and more often than not, I would assume that people are making Shechianu in the, in the wrong context because they don't know the halachas and they assume that it requires a Shechianu when it actually doesn't. So it's a bit of a shame. So the Maisa like this. Let's go through a little bit of the halachas. Like I said, we're being Mekatsa. We're going through a summary of halachas that, could, that we could spend weeks on. But just for the sake of Tubishvat to have a little bit of an idea. But of course it applies the entire year. Now, Chazawa Masakin. That when you see a new fruit, you make a Shechianu. Note the word that I said, see. Okay? There is a Gemara in Erevin Daf Men. We did it in Daf Hayomi not that long ago. Can't be that long ago, right? It's only been a year, right? So within the year, we did a Gemara in Erevin Daf Mem on the base, where the Gemara tells us, Honor, Akro Chadato Nami Amino Zman, of which we're all familiar to be the Makar for making a Shechianu, of which the Gemara explains to us that when they used to see the new fruit, it was so geschmack. Wow! We get to see this new fruit. Here's a brand new fruit on the tree. That's Gavaldic! And we made to make a Shechianu on that. And that's what Rashi explains very, very clearly. The Rambam in Hilchus Brochus, Vov, and others as well, that when they saw a new pumpkin, that's what the Gemara is talking about, they made a Shechianu in that case. Comes along the rush. And the Rosh says, and he brings Rashi, Rashi says, explaining the Gemara in Erevin Daf Mem, when they saw the, when they saw the pumpkin, they made a Brocha Shechianu, says the Rosh, the Minig is to make the Brocha Shechianu when you eat the fruit. And as I pass, many of the G'dayli was showing him, and as I is the Minig La'alocha La'maisa, which comes the Maisa from the Rosh. I guess interesting just to know, right? A trivia question for people. The Makar of Shechianu is when you see the fruit, not when you eat it. The Rosh just told us that the Minig Olam is to make it when you eat it, not when you see it. Why is the Minig Olam that way? Where did it come from? So someone is saying, the Smak, for example, they want to explain Pshat very simple. It's because we don't have the Simcha anymore. We don't have a Simcha when you see, wow, on the tree, that's Kavaldi. You don't know the Simcha. When you eat something, you get real physical Hanar from it. That's when you get the Simcha. That's when the minute came about to make the Brocha Shechianu when you actually eat the fruit. They asked Rav Yashiv, what happens if a person feels no Simcha? Seriously, you have Simcha? So I will tell you, there's a big enough community between Eretz Yisrael and Chutznaritz. Right? And this is a big enough community that applies in many situations. For example, right? This is actually... Um, and uh, this is actually one of the... I, last year I wasn't here, I was in LA. But normally I've often been in America either on or right before Tu B'Shvat. What's going on over there? I normally bring back... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I'm in trouble now. Am I allowed? To, am I allowed? I'm not allowed. I thought it was just meat. Into this is wrong? I'm going to get in big trouble. I can? I shouldn't say it? It's too late now anyway. No, that's in America. That's to America. You sign that whole thing. I don't think. Well, well, well. Uh, someone, 
that someone's going to be listening from the government and I'm going to be in big trouble. Anyway, whatever it is, I brought in fruit from some places in America. Can I know what goes on over there? It's unbelievable. I bought stuff my kids have never seen in their lives before. It's unbelievable. Here in Eretz you get oranges and apples. It's beautiful. It's Mamash Gavaldic, right? It's beautiful. Paris Eretz Yisrael. Ah! It's Taki Gavaldic Shimon. Paris Eretz Yisrael is beautiful. You don't get everything. So all of a sudden, something comes in. You're like, wow! We get strawberries. Oh, you can't eat those. Forget that. Oh, grapes. We get grapes. This is Gavaldi. We get in America. Who doesn't get grapes the whole year? Here's Taka Simcha. You get grapes. Oh wow, we have grapes. Oranges just came in season. That's beautiful, right? We haven't got oranges for breakfast in the morning. Even anyone even noticed that? We haven't had first year squeeze oranges. It's because you cannot get oranges in Chutzlaret. You guys are spoilt, and you get everything all the time because they import and export from all over the world. Here in Israel, they want you to enjoy Paris Israel, and therefore they only have what they generally have, with a few exceptions. They pretty much have only that. So therefore, there is a Simcha. But they ask Rabbi Asher, what happens if I don't have a Simcha? Do I make a Shechayanu? So first of all, it's a Magen Avram. The Magen Avram says it's a light plug. It's a light plug. Chazal said that there is a simcha. And Rav Yashu Be'etzim said the same thing. That's a you problem. If you don't have simcha, when you have a new fruit, you have a problem. Oh, but Chazal because they understood that Be'etzim, there is a simcha. The Yerushalmi, we mentioned it a little bit two days ago. The Yerushalmi in Kedushin brings down, Mr. Brew brings it by the way, so copying your test, that there's a mitzvah to eat from every new food that's mischadish every single year to show how much the Rabboni Shalom gave us and to see the godless of the Rabboni Shalom. Maybe by the Tubishvat Tish, maybe we'll discuss a little bit of the wonderful chesed that the Rabboni Shalom does by creating such beautiful fruit for us. We'll discuss that. Good morning. So, um, we have to continue and like this. We have to discuss a whole bunch of things. First of all, we have to discuss is it a rishus or is it a chiv? Is it an obligation to make a Shekhyanu? Or it's, it's a Rishos, meaning you have a right to if you want to, that sort of thing. So the Gemara in Erevin is mashma that it's only a Rishos, right? And there's no Pasch in the Morgan of Rom. The Mishtabura says, Don't be mevatl this beautiful bracha. The Rosh says when you see a new fruit, and therefore it's almost like an obligation. Okay, so that's the Loshan of the Orach HaShulchan. Now, what we have to discuss is very many different types of fruits and, and different shilas that come up. First of all, we have to discuss like this. What's the Seyd Hadvan? How does it work? You make the Brocha on the fruit and then the Shechayonu? Or you make the Shechayonu and then the Brocha on the fruit? Or you eat first and then make the Shechayonu after making the Brocha before you ate? Which way around is it? Anybody? I'm saying you've all made Shekhyon in your life, right? So I'm assuming you know what to do, right? So what have you been doing until now? Bracha then Shekhyon. Bracha then Shekhyon? Yeah, is that that pretty much what everyone... Yeah, Shem and Maskim to that one? Yeah. Okay, Maskim to that one, okay. So I want to tell you that Mishabura brings three sheeters, okay? Mishabura brings three sheeters. Most G'doyle Poiskim, including the Mishabura, the Halika Chovetz Chaim, is first to make the Shekhyonu, then you make the ha'etz on the fruit. Okay? That's what the Mishtabura says. That's what the Balatanya and Shulchan Aruch That's what the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch says. That's what the Chaya Odom says. That's what the Marshag says. The Yorcha Shulchan, the Chsam Soifa, the Chsam Soifa, the Heidegger Shulchan Atoy, Minna Kamarna. That you make the Shechayonu first. Okay. However, the Minna Ga'olam, and as I pass in the Maisa, the Yorcha Shulchan brings this down. And I, I have a Kabbalah from my Rosh Hashiva of Shaimak Zatzal that whenever the Yorcha Shulchan says that something is a minig, that's what we do. 
Because the Orchah Shulchan was a Rav. Ramosha, by the way, also passed in this way. That when, when the Orchah Shulchan said, that's why I'm so big into or- learning Orchah Shulchan, because the Orchah Shulchan was a Rav, and Roshamik and Ramosha both said that if he said something is the Minik, we go with the Minik. And the Orchah Shulchan is made that the Minik is like what Mori said, and like what Shimon was masking that Mori said. And that was to make the Ha'ets, and then to make the Shechayonu, and then to eat in the Zoy Pasch in the Maisa, the Kafachayin, the Sholemeshiv, the Marasham brings it in the Astorah, the Maisa Rab brings B'Shem the Vilna Goin, uh, the Chazanish Pasch in this way, <laughs> you like that one, didn't you? That's Gavaldic. Beautiful. Okay, so that is the Seydah Advarim. By the way, the Mishavur brings a sheet that says you make the eights, you eat, and then you actually say the Shachayonu. Right? I don't think anybody does that. But the Minigah Onim is like we said. But it would be an example if a person by mistake got mixed up and he made the Shachayonu and then he ate, or he made the Shachayonu and then he made the Bracha, there is definitely a Mokhaim to be Makal. Now, let's move on to the various types of fruits that a person has to make a Shachayonu. This is a very, very big problem because, again, Naftali, you're going to enjoy this one. Right? These are one of the halachas that people don't know. Right? Baruch Hashem, so you came here, so you know. The Torah brings down, in Simon Reish Chof Hei Sivov. Okay, and I'm telling you, my mocker, because this way you'll be able to quote it to anybody that says, huh? Huh? Reish Chof Hei Sivov. The Torah brings down that a fruit that's not machadish from year to year, even if you have not eaten it within a year, because it's been way longer than a year, you do not make a Shechayanu. Okay, now I don't know why the world says not that way. The world says, if you haven't eaten the fruit in a year, you make a shachianu. False. Not true. No such thing. The Torah brings down very clearly. The Beis Yosef brings a machlokas for showing him if it's machadish twice a year. What din does that have? What does machadish mean? Machadish means it's a new crop. That means, for example, in Eretz Yisrael, you can always taste when the oranges are going a little bit out of season, they start getting a bit sour, they go a little bit hard, and then you wait a couple of weeks, and bang, they come back into season again. Right? There's a shy if it comes twice a year into season. But pastures, most fruits are once a year. So if that's the case, and there are more paskins this way, and he says, if it's machadish twice a year, you can still make a shechayanu. Oh, but the Yis- and, and the Mugenavomings arrived from the Kehanim, they ate from the Menachos, and they made a shechayanu, even though there were 24 Mishmaris, 24 Mishmaris means split it into two, they did it twice a year, each coin um, did the Avodim of English twice a year, and yet they still made a shechayanu, the, the Mugenavomings arrived to the Ramah, that you can make a shechayanu twice a year. Now, if that's the case, only a fruit that's a brand new seasonal fruit, you can make a shechayonu. I don't care when the last time you ate this fruit. Says the Ramah who brings the maril, what about vegetables? Do we make a shechayonu on vegetables? Or only on fruit? What's a classic example? Avatiach, right? Watermelon. So the, Morgan, the Ramah brings, and the Maisa, this is what the Prisha says, only if it's a chosh of a thing, and this is how the Ramah, the Mishnah, Paschal, and the Maisa, who brings a shlach, Kodesh, he says that we don't make shechayon and vegetables, but some of the Paschal can say, if it's a very chosh of a vegetable, and it's mischadish once a year, there is a mockum to be makel, and make a shechayon over there. Okay? So that will be enough gumina to avocados, watermelons, and things like that, whatever it is. Um, now, let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Um... Okay, let's move on to some of the shilas that come up. That's a good question. Strawberries, Hefsha? Hmm? Strawberries, if you can eat them. I don't know if you can eat strawberries. You can't eat strawberries? You can eat them. You can eat them? Yes. If the Rebunshim created it, it means you can eat it. That's true. The question is, how? Like Mori always says, Chazal say such a... 
but then you have to understand what it means. Oh, there's more you speaking like a London, Baruch Hashem. Okay, okay. <coughs> so, the, the general shayla is, first of all, you do not make shecheonu on a uh, dry fruit. So if you have a dry fruit, you do not make a shecheon on that. That's number one. Number two, this is a very big problem, by the way, when it comes to Tu Bishvat and it comes to Rosh Hashanah, which are the two times of the year that we try and make a shecheonu, that they will bring in fruit from other countries. Like in Eretz Yisrael, they will bring in fruit from other countries. The biggest problem is, how are you making a shecheonu on it? You haven't had it in a year, but where did it come from? It came from a place that it grows the whole year. I'll give you an example, coconut. Now, I don't know, I, I, let's say they get it from a place in Africa. So in Africa, a coconut grows the whole year. Oh, but they're only going to bring coconut around Tu Bishvat time. Does that mean can make Shekhyanu? No. Why? Because it grows the whole year. It's not a seasonal thing. It's not something that grows from time to time. It grows to Gansiyah, Oba. They only bring it into the country for a year. For this time of the year. You can't make a Shekhyanu on that. You know, so you've got to be very careful what do you make a Shekhyanu on, that this is a seasonal fruit. Before Rosh Hashanah, we, we're inundated with shyness of people who kind of make a shachiyonu, because the second day of Rosh Hashanah, you want to make a shachiyonu, in order because you want to be not yet dafka on the yoyim, according to the gun you can, but whatever, you're trying to make a shachiyonu on the second day. So, people want to know. Who, nobody wants to do an aveira of make a bracha levatola on Rosh Hashanah, right? So, you want to know, what can you make a shachiyonu? You have to know this is a seasonal fruit. If you have a suffix, suffix bracha's lachad, you don't make a shachiyonu in that case. If you don't know that this is a seasonal fruit, don't make a shachiyonu on that case. Okay? Now, shachiyonu also means it has to be on something that is roy to eat. Um, it has to be on something that's roy. If it has to be cooked, obviously you cannot make a shachiyonu over there. Murkav. You cannot make a shachiyonu on a grafted fruit. Right? What is a classic example of a grafted fruit? Don't say that too loud, do you, eh? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, a nectarine. Am I right? A nectarine is a, is a uh, mix between a peach and a plum. Is that, am I right? It's true, no? So how can you make a shechayonu on that? You're not allowed to make a bracha on grafted. What's the shechayonu? Why, why you can't make a shechayonu on grafted? How can you say shechayonu vikimonu vikimonu lazman hazeh? You made this! The Bonishim didn't want this. You put it together. You made this. So you can't make a bracha shechayonu. Zug de be'alocha. That's only the daddy and the mummy. But this is already the e e e e e already, right? This is so many generations after the first guy did it. You can already make a bracha on a grafted thing, and therefore there is no problem whatsoever over there. Now, um, okay, Rabbi said this, there's a, there's a lot to discuss over here. Um, blah, blah, blah. Blended. If something is blended, you no longer make shachiyonu because it's already considered to be it's already lost its surah, and therefore it's considered to be make a in that case over there. If something is pickled or preserved, so or dried or canned or frozen, generally you're not going to be making a shachiyonu on whatever that item may be. Um, okay, so that's pretty much the halachas that I wanted to discuss. But I think the yisoid over here is to understand is that when we eat a fruit and we get something that but here's Hashem tonight by the tish, we'll be having some nice geshmak of fruits. We should give. We'll have some apples. But Hashem will try to get some oranges. But see after the shmaya and. Um, we should try to have shvach by God to the Rabbi Nishraim for giving us such beautiful fruit. We'll talk about it maybe tonight, but just to understand, you know, the Rabbi Nishraim could have made us one type of fruit with one color, with one taste, and say, here you go, here's something healthy to eat. Oh, but no, the Rabbi Nishraim decided to give us colorful, geshmak, different tasting, different looking, different, everything is different about every different type of fruit. And the way they made it so beautiful, it's an opportunity, to be an opportunity to look at the fruit that the Rabbi Nishraim gave us and say, Thank you to the Rabbi Nishalarim. Be'ez Hashem will continue. Have a wonderful, beautiful day.